but it's more importantly, the common sense and mm-hmm. knowledge of how money works and how to create passive income. And then with the infinite, if we're doing this right, we're going to teach the next few generations. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluffy stuff with us today. Anthony Faso and Cameron Christensen. How you two doing? We're doing great. We're excited to be on the best ever show. Thanks for having us. Well, I'm glad that you two are excited and you're welcome. Looking forward to our conversation. So Anthony and Cameron, they're based in Las Vegas. They're focused on raw land and they fund their raw land acquisitions. And also, I know, Anthony, you've got some rentals, but both of you do raw land. One of the ways they fund that is through infinite banking and best ever listeners. I know you are familiar with infinite banking. We've talked about it many times on the show already, but we're going to learn more about what they're buying in terms of raw land, and then how they're structuring it and get into some specifics. So first off, Anthony and Cameron, you two want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus, and then we'll roll right into it. Absolutely. Go ahead, Anthony. My name's Anthony. I'm a self-proclaimed recovering CPA. I've been a CPA for over 20 years, had my own firm. And then really when 08 happened, that was eye-opening. I kind of saw the advice I was getting and giving to my clients and also from financial advisors just were wrong and were not helping me achieve my goals. So during that time period, I transitioned to more focus on creating passive income. So we've done that by transition my firm. I sold my CPA firm and started teaching the infinite banking concept full time about six years ago. So now our focus is doing it for ourselves as well, but helping people create financial freedom where their passive income is more than their monthly expenses. A little bit of my background is I moved to Vegas 16, 17 years ago. I was a small business owner and I didn't have an HR department. So I started looking at retirement plans for myself. And to be honest, I got pretty frustrated pretty quickly because at the end of the day, what it felt like was everybody just was trying to separate me from my money. And I didn't like that idea. So I actually never did anything. I was just kind of overwhelmed and frustrated with the advice that I was getting. And I came across Nelson Nash's book about becoming your own banker. And that's really what kind of changed my financial life and kind of set me down this road. And so I started advising like 10, 11 years ago. And a while back, I met this guy and him and I kind of have the same passion as far as creating income instead of creating someone's net worth. So we shook hands and started this business venture. And what's the business venture? We are Infinite Wealth Consultants. We help clients implement the infinite banking strategy, infinite banking concept. And our focus, as Anthony just mentioned, is really on buying or helping someone secure cash flowing assets to create that passive income. Okay. How does raw land fit into cash flowing assets category? Well, I would tell you, when I first Mm. heard about flipping raw land, that sounded very capital intensive Mm -hmm. and something I did not know about and did not want to get involved with until somebody sat down and really they first explained the problem. If somebody's buying a single family, the sales market is very efficient. 
There's realtors that will help you sell it. There's appraisers that will help verify the value. And there's banks that will help with the transaction. Now, we're talking raw land literally in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So that market is very inefficient. The sales price is very small. It could be as low as 500 when you buy it to maybe 12,000 when you sell it or 15. So a realtor is not going to get involved and the banks are not involved. So the problem is that market is very inefficient, which means there's an opportunity. So what we do is we come in and we help make that efficient. And we have a process to find and purchase land, ideally 25 cents to maybe 33 cents in the dollar. It's getting harder to buy right now. But Mm -hmm. what we do is we buy it and then we immediately put it up for sale. The key thing is there is no bank financing. So we are becoming the bank. So we may buy, say, a property for 2,500, list it for sale for 10 grand, what we're really looking for is somebody to buy it on terms, mm. meaning they're putting 200 down, 250 a month for however long of that time is. And so the key is we're making 250 of passive income. And the key thing is we never transfer ownership until it is paid in full. So if somebody defaults partly through, we just put it back into our system and list it for sale. And then with some volume, that 250 goes to 500, and then we slowly build up that reoccurring cash flow each month. And what is also great about this is that you can leverage virtual assistants to do a lot of the work. We have a VA who handles all of the offers that come in and close, and they even cut the check. We're not really involved in the buying except for approving the sale. And then we have VAs that help market it. We're currently taking the sales ourselves because that's kind of a little tougher to delegate. When you say you're taking the sales yourself, so you're determining what the strike price is to sell the raw land that you own or on the acquisition side are you talking about? I mean, on the sales side. On acquisition or disposition? Disposition. Okay. When you have a piece of raw land and you're selling it to someone else, you two are involved there. I would say probably one of the advantages of this is that we've turned this into a family business. Mm -hmm. My son's 27 and my daughter's 22. She's just graduating college next month. So we've got all of them in there. My son is helping with some of the technology and he's taking the calls when somebody wants to buy a property from us. And my daughter is in there with the marketing and helping. So kind of what we're trying to do is, first of all, I'm trying to create some passive income myself. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right? But also what we're trying to do and kind of why we named our firm Infinite Wealth is for one, the wealth is not just dollars. But it's more importantly, the common sense and Mm -hmm. knowledge of how money works and how to create passive income. And then with the infinite, if we're doing this right, we're going to teach the next few generations. So I want my kids to work hard, but I don't want them to work as hard as I had. At least Mm -hmm. maybe they can learn some of those lessons in their 20s that I didn't learn until my 40s. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. One of the hardest tasks to balance while scaling your real estate investing business is accounting. Well, realestateaccounting.co 
takes care of the numbers for you so you can grow your business and revenue. REA helps property managers and investors save time and money by automating back office, financial, admin, and accounting. Starting is quick and seamless, from accounts payable to reconciliations, taxes, and reporting. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever to find out how REA clients save on average 30% by leveraging their accounting services versus hiring in-house. With CPAs on staff and being owner-operators themselves, REA knows the challenges of your growing real estate business. Try it risk-free at realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. And remember to mention the Best Ever Podcast sent you to receive up to $1,800 towards onboarding and services. That's realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. What are some of those lessons that come to mind? Okay. What I found is nobody's going to care more about (laughs) your money than you. The only time I lost money is when I gave up control to somebody else. Wow. Uh, So you don't passively invest in stuff? Personally, I don't. I do some turnkey rental. That's probably as passive as I get. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't consider that as a passive investment, at least in how I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking more general partner, limited partner, you're a limited partner, and you trust the general partner is going to do what he or she says they're going to do with your money. I know I got a lot of clients and a lot of people that do do that. Mm-hmm. I would tell you, once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got into a deal and I thought I did my due diligence. He (laughs) went out there to meet them and things didn't go as well. What type of deal was it? It was apartment complexes. Oh man, that's what I do. Dang it. Okay. What happened? That is the million dollar question, right? (laughs) What happened? Okay. (laughs) What I do know that happened is they stopped paying the monthly preferred interest. So the question is really why? Well, there was some fires, major employer closed the shop. So they're about to liquidate. So we're about to get our money back. So I feel better. once yeah, yeah, I, have yeah. my money I don't want to jinx anything. Fair enough. I didn't realize it was still ongoing. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> fair enough. But, but I will say I've got clients. <laughs> yeah. I've got clients and I have friends that do it very well. So what our philosophy is, we need to build up until... Ideally, when we're first starting out, we should have some control and yeah. learn. And then as we build up and have more assets, then it's more advantageous to start getting the more passive investing. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So one lesson is that no one cares about your money more than you, and you want to maintain an active role in overseeing it. What are a couple other things? I got one is I'll jump in there is uh, my kids are a little bit younger than Anthony's mm-hmm. they're uh, 11, nine and seven. And so we're not 
actively in investments with those guys. But as Anthony mentioned, it's really just teaching them how to think. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I've been trying to teach these guys, even at their young age, is that what most people are taught, the greatest thing that you can do with money is really to just set it in an account and let it sit. This idea of compound interest. But that's not how businesses work. That's not how banks work. What they're doing is they're constantly turning their product. Mm-hmm. And so once we've accumulated some money, now what we need to do is we need to go put that money to work. And the more times that we can turn that dollar or that product every single year, the more money that we're going to make. And that's what plays into the infinite ideas, mm-hmm. man. The more times that we can turn that single dollar, the more money that we will end up with at the end of the day. And then he goes back to control is, man, we want to try to retain as much control as we possibly can. The contrarian might say to what you just mentioned, yeah, of course, the more times you can turn the money and continue to make a profit, the more that you'll make with that initial investment. But you're not mentioning the fact that you could lose your money in those subsequent investments And by getting a big goose egg as a return or losing your original principal, then you have to make significantly greater returns than you initially would have had to do if you would have just left your money alone in in the bank account. So what are your thoughts to that perspective? Sure. What I say is I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Right. All right. So I want my money sitting there compounding for me. And I also want it turning. And that's exactly what we do with infinite banking is as you know, you've had a couple of guests on previously and we had a And I, I do an account myself. Yep. Perfect, right? So what you're doing is your cash is sitting there in a policy earning for you and you're going to leave it there. You're not going to take it out. You're actually going to take a loan from the insurance company and use their money to go and invest. And so now we've got best of both worlds. We've got our money sitting in the policy, continuing to compound every single year. And as you said, as Anthony said, is it's all about control. We put that money out is we better have done our due diligence. We better have a very good understanding of what we're putting our money into. And there better be a very high expectation or very high likelihood of a certain outcome in the investments that we make. What are the downsides to your approach? Perhaps maybe a deal that lost money. And when I say your approach, I'm talking about the infinite banking, raw land, and ideally getting people on terms. So there's different angles you can take with answering this question, but just want to get the full picture for what are some potential downsides to your approach. On the first piece of land that I bought, I had no clue what I was doing. It was just outside of Las Vegas, about an hour away, and took somebody's word for it on that, hey, here's the historical returns, here's the appreciation, this is what it's done over the last several years, and those things continued or projected to continue to do that great. Sounded awesome, right? And so I went and bought that. And to be honest, it was pure speculation. I was buying it here and hoping that it would be worth more tomorrow than what I bought it for. And that was a lesson. I lost probably $30,000 doing that. I gave up control. I didn't do my homework. So you go down that list. I marked all the boxes. And so- um, How do you determine the value so that you're not speculating? Earlier, Anthony mentioned you're buying 25 cents to 30 cents ideally on the dollar, but how do you know that you're buying it at that discounted price? Well, with Cameron's problem was he didn't consult me okay, <laughs> before he did it. But Is there enough room for uh, Anthony's head, uh, Cameron, <laughs> between there, there where you two are situated? <laughs> there isn't. Your listeners can't see this. I'm in the very little corner of our Zoom meeting because his head's so big. <laughs> 
this is the first time you're listening to us. Cameron and I are good <laughs> buddies and friends, yeah, yeah. so we're always ragging each other. I, I picked up on that when we first started talking. I appreciated the dynamic, so I thought I'd play into it. So the question was, how do we find out what these pieces of land are being sold for? That's where you have to take some time and do some research. There is no MLS for raw land, but there are some key websites. Land Moto is one of them. So a lot of people will post their raw land on that website. So you can go in there and see what those are selling for. And then there's a couple other smaller. What's the website? Land Moto? M-O-T-O? It's land, then M-O-D-D-O? I'm going to find Moto. out. Sorry. Okay. Cause I, I just, VA who does that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Moto L A N D M O D O. Yeah. I did land Moto in okay. Google and that didn't, that I, I will say this is Anthony's really good with numbers, but he's not great with words. So. <laughs> I would not argue that. <laughs> All right. Land Moto L A N D M O D O. Got it. Please continue. Okay. So you need to do the research from where these sites, there's very little being sold in eBay. Some are sold on Craigslist, but it is going to take some time to really find out what these pieces of land are selling for. But if you feel comfortable at the land selling around 10 grand and you offer say three grand. Well, before we get into that, I just want to learn a little bit more about this. You said earlier that you're buying in the middle of nowhere. How are you possibly getting comps for buying in the middle of nowhere? That seems like a lot of research. And then even when you do the research, not getting a true comp. So it seems like it's a decent amount of speculation. There is some speculation there. And that's where doing the research on some of those sites is where you're going to find a ballpark of what they're selling them for. There is some speculation there, which is why you want to offer much less than what the selling price is. So if you think it's selling for 10 grand, if you offer three, you have a good margin in there. So maybe it only sells for five and you're wrong by 50%, but at least since you bought it so low that you can accomplish that margin of error. Got it. Okay. So high level, take us through your system in terms of financing and how you buy it. So let's say you find a piece of land, you do the research, it makes sense. So walk us through how you go about funding it through your infinite banking approach. Okay. So you're going to need capital for any business, whether it's a business or you're flipping land or buying a syndication or whatever it is, it's going to take capital. And that capital has to reside somewhere. So with infinite banking, instead of that residing in a checking or savings account, it's residing inside a cash value life insurance policy. So what we did is each of my kids have their own policies. So we each took loans and put it into the LLC. So now the LLC has the cash to buy the land and also pay for expenses. And then once we buy the land and it's being sold, we have that income coming in. So we have the choice. Like right now, we want to buy more land. So we are not paying back our policies because there is some interest to the policies since we're not taking your money. We're borrowing the money from the insurance company. 
But when you use it for an investment purpose like this, that interest is tax deductible. So we're just paying the interest each year so we can deduct it. And then we're keeping the capital inside the business to expand the business. At a certain point, when we have enough funds and we want to start taking some money out, we will take some money out and put it back into our policy. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. I know we've talked about this before on the show, so no need to get into some of the weeds there. Anything else that you think we should talk about as it relates to your approach that we haven't yet? What comes to mind is you'd mentioned that there's previous advisors on here that's talked about this strategy. And I would say that we take a little different approach is we're bigger fans of buying assets instead of recapturing expenses. So we do have a podcast as well. And on there, what we're doing is we're highlighting investment opportunities to create that income. So there's some differences between advisors when it comes to this infinite banking strategy. Just kind of depends on what somebody's trying to get accomplished. What's the name of the podcast? Infinite Wealth Podcast. That would make sense, given your company name. <laughs> very, very creative. <laughs> yes. Well, we're going to do a lightning round real quick. But first, taking a step back, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Invest in what you know. Think long term. We're going to do a lightning round. You two ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Best ever book you've recently read? This book, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten more attention but it is Fake by Robert Kiyosaki, where he talks about fake assets, fake teachers, and fake money, and what's going to happen when the next financial crisis, which some could argue we're in right now. Favorite book for me, Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. It's part of a four or five book series, but that is by far my favorite. And in that book, he talks about the English language doesn't have a word. We have a word for fragile which means you put stress and pressure on something, it breaks. Mm -hmm. Everyone believes that the opposite of that would be resiliency, which is just withstanding that stress or pressure. Mm -hmm. But in his book, he highlights things that gain from disorder, which would be anti-fragile, which means that that object needs that stress or pressure to grow. I love that book. It relates to finances, relates to um, personal life as well. Wow, that's deep. I like that. It's, anti, it's a great one. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you two are doing? You can check out our podcast, Infinite Wealth Podcast. And we actually have an online course that talks about infinite banking and real estate and ways to create passive income. We do charge for that course. However, for the listeners, we do have a special link where they could go in and get access to the course. We just want to teach them these concepts. Right? We're not going to call them. We're not going to bother. We're not trying to sell. Our business models, we educate. And then this is something you want to do, then we would hope that we'd earn your trust to come back to us. And that URL is? Infinite Wealth Consultants backslash best ever. Sweet. It is now in the show notes for the team to put that up. So 
Thank you so much, you two, for being on the show, talking about your approach to buying raw land, why you buy raw land. Ideally, you sell it on terms so that you can get that cash flow. But flipping it's good, too, if you're making a good profit. And then how you fund that through your infinite banking approach. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you two have a best ever day and talk to you again soon. Thanks, Joe.